Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me as always. What's up? What's up? Tomorrow we got a Thursday night football game. Figured we preview. It is a game. It's a football game. That's one way to put it. Yeah, it's it's an NFL football game. Uh, Might not be a super entertaining one, but yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, who knows? Maybe it's the most entertaining game we've seen. It's true. Yeah, it's Uh, those Thursday night ones. Based on based on the 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 really bad teams having success the last couple weeks, who knows? Maybe maybe that could happen. Um. But anyway, yeah, we're going to give you a Thursday night preview for this show um, before we jump into our starts and sets, before we jump into our buys and sells for the week and start constructing your lineup. We'll just give you a short little preview of Thursday Night Football. Um, before we do that, check out OSIFanshampions.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and the other podcasting platforms, please share this podcast with your friends and then leave a review if you're watching on youtube subscribe click the bell for notifications like and comment down below any questions you may have you know i was thinking about remember last week when i um i incorrectly said well see i don't even know i didn't check i didn't check to see if i incorrectly said the matchup for the game even though you insisted that i said the rams i i don't remember now but i'm pretty sure you said the wrong team yeah so uh, the and, then, the and then legit on TikTok, I made a TikTok. It takes so long. I, I my brain for some reason on Sunday morning uh, typed out Raiders instead of what was it? Who who was Robert Woods playing? Um, it was the Bills, right? Yeah, I typed out the Raiders instead of the Bills. Yeah, and, I don't, I don't, I don't know where that came. Oh, that's because it was they're playing the Raiders the following next week. week. Yeah, so yeah. I I typed out or the wrong thing week. based on my opinions on the Bills and. Anyway, so um, I just I've, I've been having a tough week when it comes to these matchups. So today I've decided that I'm going to be on point, and if I screw up saying this, I quit. <laughs> could could be real bad. Um, well, but anyway, are you ready to jump into the Thursday preview? Let's do it. Can we say the teams? The teams are the Steelers at the Cleveland Browns. Okay, let me just confirm to make sure that is correct. You are, you didn't and have congratulations, Morgan. That is correct. That is correct. I knew it. <laughs> See, I I was always I was right all along. Yeah, you were. I I, I specifically checked. It was me that, that was wrong. Uh, I specifically checked to make sure that <laughs> I didn't completely screw that up. Um, this game, uh, this this should be a short show. Well, you don't want to talk about Jacoby Brissett versus. Um, the Steelers and uh, that high-powered Mitch offense Trubisky, of theirs. Mitch, Mitch Trubisky against the Browns. Oh, there boy. is some. There is some fantasy. This is a great defensive matchup. stream week. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to preface this. So the the over under for this game is 40 and a half, which is <laughs> low scoring. Um, that is hoping that one side scores over 20 points. Hmm. Thursday night football games typically, now that we're, like, this is week three, we're, you know, by the way, can we, I I am, I was actually, you know, somebody told me that Thursday night football was not going to be on television unless it was a local broadcast. So, like, you know, for us, 
Patriots, probably CBS. Uh, but they would broadcast the Thursday night football game for the local network oh, in the local area where that team plays. Mm-hmm. But for the rest of us, we don't get that, which is what we got last year. Thursday night football. I don't remember what network had it, but we got to watch it on regular television on a TV channel. Uh, now it is exclusively on Amazon prime. Yeah. And I don't know if you checked through all of the Amazon Prime games, like options that they have. They have a Hispanic broadcast. They have the regular broadcast. They have uh, the uh, they uh, this new um, I can't remember Advanced Analytics All Twenty Two Coaches film. So you listen to the announcers, but you watch it on the All Twenty Two film. That's really interesting. Uh, kind of cool, actually. Uh, so uh, there are a lot of different stuff, a lot of different ways you can watch the football game with Thursday Night Football. Uh, so that is really interesting, but anyway, so we're going to be able to watch this game in a lot of different ways. Uh, even if it's terrible, I might um, try that this week, the all 22. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. Got a lot of analytics on it too. It gives you uh percentages of, uh, if a guy can catch a ball or not, it has the game probabilities, all kinds of stuff. It's kind of cool. Um, uh, but anyway, uh, this is not an ad for Amazon prime. No, it's not. Uh, but this game, uh, there is some fantasy relevant matchups. So obviously we get to talk about some guys that we haven't yet had to have a conversation about earlier in the season. Um, so that'll be good just to get caught up on some of these guys. But uh, I don't know how amazing these performances are going to be from some of these players. So uh, bear with us as we go through this disgusting game. This probably isn't the worst one of the season. No, but it's it's probably in the top five. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, so we'll start with the Steelers and go to the Browns. How, what say you? Does that sound good? Sure. Let's those two like that. Sure. All right. Um, so for a quarterback, uh, we already had some chance last Sunday. Uh, Mitch Trubisky threw a dump off pass to um a running back, and he got lit up in the backfield. And all of a sudden, I start hearing pick it, pick it. Pick I'm like it. they're they're already calling for Kenny yeah. Pickett. Uh, and I want to see it. I was actually hoping Trubisky didn't do too bad on Sunday so the Patriots didn't have to deal with Kenny Pickett because he would have totally come in and lit us up for whatever purpose. <laughs> but uh, Mitch Trubisky's really bad at football. No, nah, he's uh, that's harsh. It is a little he's harsh. He's marginally I love I love Mitch off the field. He's he, he's he, he's a great guy, but... That's never uh, a good thing to say. Love this guy off the field. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, uh, he's bad. Like, if I was Mike Tomlin, Kenny Pickett would be starting on Thursday. Yeah, um, I agree. But it's going to probably be Mitch Trubisky still. And, uh, yeah, don't start him. He's not He's not worth a start. No. Um, I, I agree. Really I know, I'd, to, <laughs> to say about that. Yeah, the, the quarterback play for this team, you know, what I'd be watching for fantasy purposes if they bench Mitch, how good Kenny Pickett is. Yeah, um, and if he if he even could just be, football purposes, I'd be interested. Yeah, in that, it would be but. for just on a football purpose, but for fantasy wise too. Like, like I have him in dynasty. Oh, if Pickett's good, that means Deontay Claypool. Oh yeah, it's, like, it's just even Pickens might have some. Value. I don't know why like, we're waiting. Right, it was Pickett that bad. <laughs> I hope not, because he was good in the preseason. I saw some good things. 
Yeah, let's see. And no, there was enough there to be like, all right, we're going to give He's Mitch the only quarterback shot. in this class that probably has hope other than maybe Malik Willis. He's one of those guys, plays. one of those quarterbacks that like Mitch Trubisky's one of those guys that like he had some flashes. Like he does make some really good throws. It was a oh, yeah, Trubisky two, has talent. Two, two like point, natural talent. A two-point conversion against the Patriots this Sunday where he threw it to Deontay Johnson in this wicked tight window. And it's just like, sometimes it's beautiful like, throw. He makes there a was a throw too to Deontay. I think in before halftime, maybe oh, it was on the side where line. the Patriots yeah. were just playing back. Like they were just letting them move down the field and he threw it down the sideline. Yeah. And it was like a dot 20 yards right on the, right but on then his he, chest. Then he'll just be plays where it's like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> so yep. I, I don't know. I But, uh, He's not even a waiver wire option, like not even a no. streaming option. No. So yeah, he shouldn't no. be anywhere near your lineup. Um, the running back position, very interesting. Najee Harris had a tough week this week, uh, running up against that Patriots front seven. Um, and he was battling that foot injury, and, right? Yeah, and he, Andy was battling the foot injury. So a lot of concerns there. But if you drafted him, you drafted him in the first round. You're probably starting him. He had 15 uh, 15 rushing attempts for 49 yards, five catches for 40 yards on Sunday. So he's getting Still, the opportunity. I mean, PPR, like he gets his five catches a week. You know, if he does that rest of the yeah. season, he'll he'll be okay. If it's a it's a tough matchup against the Browns, but I think I think he'll be fine. You, you got to start Nash, though, yeah, if he's yeah, on your team. You um, any other running backs for the Steelers you want to talk about? No, it's just Najee Harris. But yeah, I think he'll what he did against New England, he'll probably have a similar game against Cleveland. Okay. Um, so there is a three wide receivers that we have to talk about for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, Deontay Johnson is a high enough draft selection early in the season to be like, all right, this guy probably has to be in your lineup, and I'm not yep. even considering sitting him. Um, but what was he, a top five round pick? He was like a fourth or fifth. But uh, early so. in the season – he has had 10. He hasn't gotten a touchdown yet uh, because the Steelers just aren't efficient offensively, but he's had 22 targets in two games. Um, yep. So uh, he's he's got to be on your, you know, in your starting lineup. Yeah, he's... Uh, he If you have a stacked team and you want to bench him, fine, but I think he's he's good and he's got a good floor. Like, he's he's got the targets. I don't know if he gets a touchdown again but i think he's in for another like 13 point week which is you know fine it's fine nothing to be excited about but yeah yeah yeah. i i, I think that's just the steelers it's not ba- he's not he's not bad no you know? he's, he's, he's not, not bad. a bad start this week um what are your thoughts on chase claypool uh as long as oh, mr Trubisky is quarterback i'm out that on is, Claypool. he should not be in your starting line that is aggressive yeah, well, I mean, that's I, that's how I felt before the season. That's how, there were two games. That's how I feel now. Um, and he's it's not that he's a bad player. It's just like if he's getting six targets, yeah, and it's coming from Mitch Trubisky. Like I just I don't I'm not starting him. Yeah, I would I would have to agree. I think there is situations where like if you had to start him against a good matchup, um, this week against Cleveland probably is not good because they do have a good defense, but like. Even in a good matchup, dude. At this at this point, he provides touchdown him. upside. Like he's a guy like Fryermuth who they would target in the red zone. Yeah. So yeah, that's fair. Like if you wanted to start him in your flex, but uh, not Kenny Pickett's to come back to me this week. Chase Claypool should not be in your starting lineup. Uh, and then George Pickens, uh, who had an incredible preseason, 
Oh yeah, he People, was supposed to be he, the guy, right? It. He had a catch this week or three. Uh, yeah, he had one catch for twenty three yeah, yards. One catch. Uh, three. He had one catch points. in week one, too. Um, I, I can't believe people drafted him in redraft as high as they did because of his great camp. It's like, did did you forget Mitch Trubisky was the quarterback? Uh, some people, and that he was the wide receiver three on the team. Like, I I, I am I amazed mean, by like I was watching um Sunday. I was watching NFL Network. Uh, you know, but you wake up, you're in the East Coast, you wake up a hell of a lot earlier than people on the West Coast. People on the West Coast wake up at nine o'clock and they watch football immediately. And uh, that, I envy that's that. That's crazy, actually. But anyway, uh, people on the East Coast, we got to wake up and we got to watch, you know, we got to watch We're pregame. But pregame, pregame. pregame doesn't start until like 11 or maybe like 1130 for us. So uh, we have to, we have to go to NFL Network, NFL Network. And, and watch pregame on there. And so I was doing that, and they were giving fantasy advice, and they were saying uh, that Devonte Adams was a start of the week, and I was like, I don't want to call, I don't want to call anyone out, but like if you're if you're making Devonte Adams your start of the week, by the way, he got yeah, nine start points, of the week. So Christian McCaffrey, I'm like, what is that? Like he's a first round <laughs> pick, you have to start him. That's not a start of the week. That's a that's a he probably and should he go off nine points. Makes he, it and he only had yeah. nine points when they say that, so that's <laughs> hilarious. Uh, but anyway. So I heard that and I'm like, maybe maybe these people are onto something because people in the fantasy community, like they understand the basic premise. And we all talk about these like second, third level guys. And some people take it too far. Like somebody said, uh, their my guy was KJ Osborne. And I'm like, uh, bro, you're just, you're going too deep. You're saying this pre-recorded dude, too, KJ Osborne, yeah, Monday football four touchdowns. Goes, I was talking about pre, pre NFL season starting. Um, yeah. But but like Pickens goes off in camp and all of the people who buy into that garbage jumped on the Pickens train and started drafting him too high. And if you knew what this situation was where they had Fryermuth and they had Deontay Johnson and they had Chase Claypool, God freaking they have Najah Harris. <laughs> like a lot of targets, not a lot of opportunity for Pickens. Great wide receiver, going to crush it in the NFL at some point. Um, extremely talented right now. Not the time. Yeah. Um, agreed. I love him in dynasty. Go get him in dynasty, but, uh, yeah. redraft them out and I'm not starting this week. All right. At the tight end position, Friar Muth at this point, has got to be in your starting lineup. I mean, he's a red zone yeah. target. He's got a lot of target share. Love Pat Friar Muth, dude. I, would you, would you rather have Pat Friar Muth or TJ Hawkinson the rest of the season? This is a long pause. I don't know. That's close. <laughs> That's like, they're, they're in the, to me, they're in the same like the vicinity. Same tier. Yeah. Okay. Um yeah. honestly, might be Firemuth, but what if Pickett comes in and starts slinging it? You know? Right now, Pat Firemuth uh, ranked as the tight end nine. TJ Hawkinson ranked as the tight end. Hold on a second. That's not the rest of the season. Freaking A. Uh Fryermuth is ranked as the tight end eleven and uh Hawkinson's the tight end eight. So I think Firemuth should be higher than eleven at this point. Yeah, I agree. Um, I just think I think it's, he's hamstrung by Mitch and he is. Yeah, he is. I don't know. That's a good. That's a good debate though. Firemuth or Hawk? Um. All right. Let's let's talk about the Cleveland Browns divisional opponent. Oh yeah, rival. Yeah. <laughs> um. Jacoby Brissett <laughs> starting another game for this team. I, they're they're carrying four quarterbacks right hey, now. Hey, Brissett has not been awful. He hasn't been good, but he has not been awful. 
That's all I'm going to say. He's been like, if you had to rank NFL quarterbacks, he's been just above. He's I, not been the five worst quarterbacks in the league. He is That's right where say, Davis Mills Which is what I expected. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're carrying four quarterbacks, by the way. That Kel- is interesting. Kellen Mond, Josh Dobbs, Jacoby Brissett, Deshaun Watson. What are you people doing? Like, like you're going to need Kellen Mond on a particular week. When did Kellen Mond leave the Vikings? That's the real question here. They cut him. They they got rid of him real quick. Anyway, yeah. um, any streamable upside to Jacoby? Brissett? Uh, no. Yeah, I mean, he is the QB eighteen on the season. This yeah. is before Monday night, though, so I don't know if that counts. Like Hurts and Kirk Cousins and Josh Allen, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he had forty three rushing yards this week, so maybe super deep hate... two quarterback leagues. Yeah, Go ahead, but uh, no, maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh, no. I would say I would say no to um you know, one quarterback leagues in, in any format that has one quarterback, you shouldn't even be on your team. So no, 100%. Um, I am totally out. It kind of blows that this game has no quarterbacks that are interesting. Like that's why I really hope yeah. it comes in, but you know, Mike Tomlin's stubborn. He's about as stubborn as Bill Belichick. So this is probably uh, going to be one of my least favorite games to watch so far this year. And I'm still going to watch it because it's football. All right. Two running backs, two running backs to talk about. First off, Nick Chubb, you draft him in the first two rounds, you're probably starting him. But, um, Rick, I would like a public apology to me because you were so far out on Nick Chubb, it wasn't even funny. Uh, I, know. I don't even I know how it happens. Like, you are I, the Nick Chubb guy, and you said, I'm out. And I said, no, nah, he's going to be good. All they're going to do is run the ball with him. And you're like, it's not going to be efficient, though. And he's averaging, like, 5.7 yards per carry right now. I will say, okay. There's no excuse. They've played two horrible teams. Like, they haven't played a good team yet. That is fair. That's totally But looking fair. at their schedule, Do they, they got a pretty easy schedule until Watson gets back. Atlanta, so like, Chargers, I don't know. Pittsburgh, Maybe this Jets, continues. Carolina. And if it does, I I will, you know, that I, I owe everybody an apology because Nick Chubb, it makes it worse because I, I was a Nick Chubb guy. It was in my Twitter bio. I'm a big Nick Chubb guy. Big Chubb guy. He says was. It's not there anymore. No, I I took mm. it out. The Chubb stand leaves. And all of a sudden he gets 32 fans. Now, I did uh, play him in a DFS lineup. Didn't win whatsoever because I also had um, Jerry Judy in that lineup. And so. Trey Lance. And Trey Lance. I had Trey Lance in every DFS lineup this week. And uh, yeah, That's so that idea. should tell you. But which makes it even more frustrating because I got guys like Nick Chubb and Christian Kirk. Okay. And um, yeah, so it was, it was tough. But uh, I, I thought Nick Chubb was going to have a good look he, against teams like the Jets where they're still going to be in control for most of the game. Chubb is going to still do good. It's just like, like, for example, week one against Carolina, 141 rushing yards, six yards of carry. Ridiculous. Like in real football, absolutely ridiculous. He only had 15 face points because he had one catch for two yards. Yeah. So like, I, I will still give you an apology. I was wrong about Nick Chubb. You should have drafted him. But I'm he was literally not, like, what, like the 13, 14 running back. He's literally the, the RB one in all of fantasy right now, um, through two weeks. But that was probably because he had three touchdowns this week. Yeah. So I don't think, like in PPR leagues, he's still gonna be that top five guy. But you know, he's still he's still a very good player. Yeah. Um. And he is still splitting snaps with Kareem Hunt. Um. Kareem Hunt had 56 percent snap percentage week one, 46 in week two. Um. 
It's because Hunt's out there. For I was the also I was also gonna work. I was also gonna mention too for Nick Chubb and for Kareem Hunt. That's also matches. You get Carolina, New York Jets, Pittsburgh, easy matchup. Atlanta, easy matchup. Chargers, mediocre. Uh, New England, hard matchup. Baltimore after last week. I don't even know. Um, yeah. And then you have Cincinnati. So I would say the good majority of those games are easier. Then you have the bye week in week nine. Week ten, uh, they go up against Miami. Buffalo and then Tampa Bay tough matchups for all three of those games. And then he comes back week 13, Deshaun Watson against Houston for your fantasy freaking playoffs. So I think Nick Chubb is great rest of season. I think he's going to be an RB one and he'll be totally fine. Um, as far as Kareem Hunt is concerned, uh, solid mid range RB two. Like I kind of yeah. want to reach out you know, in multiple leagues and, and see what the Kareem Hunt owner wants for him because if you get him, you can stick him in your flex and, and get, you know, around 10 fantasy points in the potential of a touchdown and, you know, a big week. So, um, and in PPR, he's, he's, you know, he gets a lot of target share. So Kareem Hunt, uh, this particular week against Pittsburgh, I would run Nick Chubb, I would run Kareem Hunt, and I would be totally confident about it. Yeah, uh, I'm with you on Hunt. Wish I had him in more leagues. He was, again, kind of, I was just kind of scared of the Browns offense and uh, should have been more in on Kareem Hunt. Because he's he's solid, and I would start him this weekend in your flex spot, uh, especially teams that need running backs. Cream Hunt is like a perfect just RB two. He's not gonna, yeah, I don't think gonna be great, but he'll get you those like fifteen fantasy points, and he'll be solid. All right, let's talk about the worst wide receiver core in football outside of the Chicago Bears. <laughs> yep, Amari Cooper. No, who had a monster week this week? The bounce back, no freaking way. All right, so that that begs the question. He had twenty five points against Pittsburgh. Do we? He had ten targets, nine catches this week. Um, mm-hmm. Do we start him against Pittsburgh? Uh, I would say no. So this is the problem with Cooper. Is like, I think as long as Brissett is his quarterback, he's going to have a lot of bad weeks. And I'm not. I'm just not willing to take the bet on him. He's another one of these inconsistent receivers. Yeah. And I think twenty five is more of like his peak. Um, I with like what are the odds Jacoby Brissett throws for 300 yards? Zero this week, <laughs> like so. If he's gonna throw for let's say like, like 200 you added, yards, you added 100 more than you needed to. What are the odds he throws 200? Cooper did have 100 of his 229 yards, which is ridiculous, and I just don't, I don't see that happening again. Um, at least. Consistently, like yes. Cooper, Amari Cooper is clearly their best receiver, so he's gonna have good weeks. But he's he's capped off by Jacoby Brissett. So right. in a game that's probably gonna be ugly, I'd rather not start Amari Cooper. I think he'll be okay. He'll still get some targets. Like even week one when he didn't do good, he had six targets. So I think he gets like six or seven targets, maybe even more. But yeah. I just don't like he's. I don't think he's gonna touch down. And then um, I don't think his efficiency will be as good. He had nine catches on ten targets. Don't think that happens again. Yeah, I don't know that I roll him out in my starting lineup this week. Um, not that Pittsburgh's like they do have a good secondary, so um, and their defense is pretty good. But I feel like you know, I just if he does this two weeks in a row and he has a lot of success, then I'm in on Cooper. Not mm-hmm. in on Cooper as in like week to week, but like he's he's a Be guy back on the train. Not not back on the train. Um, he's a guy that you could probably p- play. Um, yeah. Honestly, if you drafted Amari Cooper, though, you're more thinking like long-term anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones had 11 targets in week one. 
uh, one target in week two, so he's basically non-existent. Um, I don't know what that was all about. Yeah, every single receiver in this receiver core outside of Murray Cooper is completely useless for fantasy football. Um, yep. So uh, if you're watching, just enjoy the game and don't worry about those guys. Uh, at tight end, there's really one tight end right now that I would consider possibly, and that's David Njoku. Um, coming into the season, a lot of people thought he was going to get a lot of target share because Jacoby Brissett throws it to the tight end a lot. He had one target in but week apparently one. Apparently he doesn't. <laughs> five targets in week two against the Jets. He didn't prove and have a much better game, but uh, I don't know what David Njoku provides. And going up against Pittsburgh on Thursday night, I don't really know what like he can do at this point. So until you mm-hmm. really see what David Njoku becomes uh, in this offense with Jacoby Brissett, I really don't want to start him or roster him. Um, if he gets another week where he gets seven, eight targets, uh, not he hasn't had a week with seven or eight targets, but if he starts getting weeks with seven or eight targets, I this think could be the week. This could be the week. Who knows? But I just I want to see it first before I decide I want to put him on my roster and 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 potentially start him in a in a game. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm I'm out on Njoku. Um, Harrison Bryant actually has more fantasy points through the first two weeks than David Njoku. I will. I was uh, I was but, actually excited about Harrison Bryant when they drafted him because I I think he's a good football player. Um, yeah, but he just went into a team that had like yeah, two other tight ends. Uh, like, and I was like, he's oh, not maybe, bad, but I'm not two, starting. I'm not maybe the year two <laughs> breakout we was looking for. Yeah, he. I'll wait till he next could be. Year. He could be a future breakout, but <laughs> I mean, <the laughs> maybe amount, when they get Watson next year. But the amount of swings um, and misses that we've had with Cole Komet. This is like two. Years I know, dude. We used to be so on on tight ends, and then two straight years, I've said Cole Komet, and it's like single handedly ruined he's, my tight ends. Ruined takes. it. Uh, but anyway, yeah. any more thoughts about this particular football game? I think that's really it, okay. to be honest. Uh, very, very interesting and intriguing week. Uh, it should be the most boring football game, but it's football, and I'm not going to complain because football is here. And it's and I'll be rooting for Kenny Pickett to come in the game. Yeah, I'm rooting for Kenny Pickett to come in the game too. So there is your fantasy-relevant information for Thursday Night Football. Enjoy. We'll see you later this week. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.